0: What's going on today is February twentieth, two thousand and twenty-one. I think now, I think this will be the most I've recorded in a week. <clears throat> We're doing big things over here. Hey, I, um, I think I've I've talked to enough people and found inspiration, and so hey, I'm I'm riding the inspiration train as long as I can. So hey, it's just allowing me to give you more content and when i feel passionate about it hey that's why we kind of set my desk up this way it's not hard to just record a pod now if i need to um today's episode is (laughs) it kind of spawned from the last one Uh, i was having a conversation with a a friend and um, actually i had a few friends but one specifically around um what she was talking about like situationships so this episode is situationships versus relationships i'm gonna try to take you through a path and kind of give you some thought process on that. And like the modern, you know, <laughs> where we are now in dating and how, how we do things kind of talked about it in the last episode, when you talk about, you know, the Valentine's special main chick versus side chick, haven't listened to it, go back and listen to it, you know? Um, but really it was about, it kind of got into how we date now from one to two. Whereas back when I was, you know, <laughs> I felt old when I was 19, 20 years old and I was going on dates. It was like, Hey, you meet a, meet a pretty girl. You want to go hang out with her. <laughs> You're going to go hang out with her. Make go on a few dates, you know, do movie, do a nice dinner, you know, do something random. Like, Hey, let's go take a walk on the beach. Um, I live in Florida, so hey, let's go crabbing that night. <laughs> Who hasn't done that? Come on now. Maybe ride an alligator. Come on now. Y'all don't know nothing about Florida life, but you would do that, and then you would get to a point where you feel a certain way about a person. Usually, a, a, the first kiss in that relation—you know—that relationship comes up, and then from there, you're probably locking in. If if you don't lock in before the kiss, you're locking in after it, and there you go. But now we don't do that. You're meeting a person online. You're matching with them. You're hanging out with them. It's all about the vibes, the Netflix, and then you chilling, 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 and those chilling, you're having sex. And then from there, you like the chilling, um, and then boom, now you're trying to lock it in. And so um, we're going to focus on that uh, today in this episode and really kind of take you through some things. So um, because I'm recording at a different tempo, I kind of like setting up different things, I actually recorded the what will take you out <laughs> of this episode. I recorded it with some music. Look, man, we just trying different things. It's all about experimentation because I like just tinkering around. But to kind of give you some, some things we will be talking about here, some subjects I want you to think about, uh, one will be what is what is the situationship versus a relationship? Um, we're going to do what, what I've talked about before in the other special. What are the rules of engagement? what's the, what's the code of conduct? How do, how do we do that? Uh, and then, <laughs> uh, <laughs> what keeps us from being open and honest, you know, when we're talking about situationships, relationships, and then the two, the two that are funny to me, that made me laugh when I looked at them: to kiss or not to kiss. <laughs> and then, uh, are we wrong or null? No? And so that's going to talk to you about the, the rules of engagement around, you know, Raw sex or protected sex? Like, what are we doing here? Like, some of these conversations y'all need to have because y'all not having them. We're going to have it for you today. And um, I, I kind of set you up with the dating in the now. Um, like I told you before, online match. We meet. We Netflix. We chill. We chill. We chill. We chill. We like to chill with one another because it's all vibes, as the kids say. And then I want you to be my girlfriend. Or they want you to be their boyfriend. Remember? Um, I'm, I'm speaking from, I'm giving you my, you know, experience when I say girlfriend, it doesn't mean that I'm excluding boyfriends. Um, it doesn't mean I'm excluding anyone. All sexes are welcome. Whatever you like is welcome. I'm just giving you my account to put myself in a first person account. Um, a lot of times I'm giving you third person, first person. That's just what I do, but Hey, no need to, to really explain that we're going to really get the nuts and bolts of it. Uh, (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Here we go. So yeah, uh, situationships versus relationships. As I said, um, we're gonna delve into that. Uh, the first topic of the day: what is a situationship? Uh, what you know versus a relationship? Uh, really simple. <laughs> I have always said this, and I'm going to leave this with you. Human beings are not (laughs) these creatures that live through their values and their morals, and that's just who they are. Human beings are not just good or just evil. Human beings are a mixture of good and evil. And the reason why is human beings are situational, okay? Give you an example. If it's a sunny day outside and the prettiest girl is talking to you and everything's a great day. You got money in your account, money in your hand. Everybody's telling you, yes, (laughs) we're gonna see the best version of you, okay? Let's flip it. It's a rainy day. You ain't got no money. You broke. Your car got flashed. The girl you was with cheating on you with your best friend is pregnant by him. (laughs) Take 10 people (laughs) in that bad situation and you're going to see probably I would say five or more different situations that can come of it. You know, you're not going to see if if we say that that same guy who is a great person who has integrity, who has uh, patience, is compassionate. We are we may not see all ten versions of him actually show compassion in that situation and be respectful and just walk away. We might see him cause harm to himself to that person you know, who knows? Because when people snap, they snap. And so what is a situation? It's 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 being situational. I think we've moved into a time where we are very guarded of our hearts. Um, we don't understand the premise or the understanding of what a relationship is. Because the truth is, when you look at a relationship on the just the base level, every person you come in contact with, you have a relationship with. Example, my neighbor. When I go to my mailbox, uh, or when I'm doing something outside, she will speak to me. We will talk. We'll talk about her kids. She'll ask about Ryan, um, my son, and we will have a conversation. I care about her because I want to make sure she's okay. But she cares about me. I know when I, um, when I got laid off, my sister was coming over to you know do her laundry like she does weekly. I let her uh, do laundry because she doesn't own a washer and dryer. And I could hear the lady speaking about, like, hey, we haven't seen him in a few weeks. You know, he's, he's um, maybe it's just because I'm working a different shift, but I just was worried about him. He had told me what happened to him. Like, we have a relationship. It may not be like I know everything about her, she knows everything about me, but we deal with each other. That is relations, people, not sexual relations. <laughs> But relations, that's what people deal with. To get things done in this life, we all have some type of relationship. Think about your local barista or the place that you get your takeout food from. You have a relationship with that person because you're invested in what they do for you just as much as they're invested in you. Because guess what? If you don't come and buy something from them, they might not have a business. So because we don't understand that, I think we've gotten to this point about situationships because the evolution from a relationship is a partnership. See, when you are in a long-term relationship, a committed relationship, or you're married to someone, like this is your person, that's a partnership. The goal is not to be in a relationship. It's to be in a partnership because you have investments, you have money, you have future uh, responsibilities, liabilities, assets that are combined for a greater cause for the team. That is a partnership. Situationships are. Hey, I bumped into this hot chick at the bar. I bumped into this hot dude. Hey, look, we hanging out. Now. That's. And then I didn't even really catch their whole life story. And now, like, I'm really vibing. And now, like, I got feelings for them. I'm all in my phone looking at their pictures. And oh snap! <laughs> They don't like me like that. Or, you know, I'm having a great conversation as I was um, talking to this this lady on um, a dating website because I've been doing that. By the way, update, I've canceled all my dating sites. I'm bored already. Um, and we were talking, having a conversation and it was, it was fun. I was vibing with the lady. She was straight. And then <laughs> I know the moment I put my foot in my mouth because I'm good at that. And we were talking and... Um, We were just asking those common questions that most people don't. (laughs) They usually ask them after sex. And she was asking, hey, you know, like, um, you have children? I was like, yeah, I got a son. And I was like, what about you? She's like, no. She's like, but, you know, I would love to have some. And as she's typing that, I'm like, I'm retired from having kids. I don't want any (laughs) more. And after that, she literally ghosted me. And I was like, so that's that's what situations happen. The difference is we never had a situationship because we never met in person or anything like that. But most people who meet in person, they go backwards from that. So rules of engagement. I mean, in situationships, there's a lot of murky, murky things that happen. There's not a lot of direct communication. And I, I had a conversation about this on my Snapchat today about boundaries. The thing about a, a partnership, you understand the boundaries, you understand your code of conduct. If you cheat on your partner, you could lose your marriage. And then the state's probably going to put you in a cardboard box. If you're a man, if you're a woman, you put the man in a cardboard box. You know, that's kind of how it works, right? I mean, so, um, but to me, rather it's a situationship, a relationship, partnership, all three of those levels require rules of engagement. They require a code of conduct. You're supposed to act like you've got some damn sense. The boundaries tie into the rules of engagement. And to to have that, you must have open and honest, direct communication. I'm going to give you a perfect example. I'm going to walk you through me. So I have been someone who has not dated in the last, you know, really seriously in the last five years. So I'm a situationship king. (laughs) This is how I operate. I mean, somebody, we cool, we talking, oh, we vibing. Next thing you know, the person's feeling me. As soon as I feel like that person's starting to blow my phone up more or we're hanging out more, I'm like, we got to have a conversation. This is how I am. We are not going to date. Um, I am all about being casual. If I'm in your town, we're hanging out, it is what it is. I'm spontaneous for the moment. If we end up having sex, we do. If we just hanging out, we do and that's how I operate. I'm. You're not. If you believe that we're ever going to be in a relationship, you're fooling yourself. Because when I make that commitment to myself, when I know I'm not going to be in a relationship with somebody, it does not change because they give me vagina. Some of you cannot live by this code of conduct. I call it the jam clause, but it's true. One thing I know about myself, if I say I'm done, if you ever got to meet me in your life and I tell you I'm done, two words, I'm done, it's a wrap, (laughs) it's a, it doesn't, you can bring me a billion dollars. It will not change my decision. And some of you do not have that will. Your will is more fragile than mine. And I'm, I'm just calling it out. You have to strengthen your will people. You have to know. And as the reason why I'm the way I am, I grew up in a family who did not respect boundaries, who stepped across boundaries. And for black people who listen to this, you will know because in most black families in the culture, You you take your cues from the oldest or the eldest and you have to respect them no matter what, even if they're disrespecting you, even if they're I've seen in certain households, they are sexually abusing people. I mean, these things happen, right? Boundaries are important. I spent a lot of my early years not having my boundaries respected and it pissed me off and I had to be quiet about it. But when I became an adult, (laughs) I ripped that bandaid off and I started to establish boundaries. And so I'm the same way. The way I am, I don't want to cause any person confusion or hurt, but I understand certain things that happen that can blur the lines. And that's that's what I mean when I talk about the boyfriend-girlfriend experience. Situationships, they thrive off of that. Here I am, I want to take the boyfriend, girlfriend experience. I want to have this experience with you, but I don't want to be vested at all. It's like a test drive. I get to test drive this car as many fucking times as I want until you, the dealership, say no. And that's the best way that I can explain it to you because that's how I am. Um, if, if you're somebody that I have a situation with, it's this simple. And I said, I've always told this to any woman I've dealt with. You are going to be the person who pulls the cord. Because ultimately, like, I'm I'm doing my own thing. You know, if we can hang out, we can hang out. If we can't, we can't. If you meet someone and you want to be serious with them, you should. And when you are, all you have to do is tell me, hey, um, I'm in a relationship now. And, and all I will say, two more words, good luck. That's it. I don't try to leave a string in it because the way I have been in any situation <laughs> is I understand that even though it's a situation ship, I still built a relationship with this person. I still treated them as a person. And a lot of those women that I've had situationships with, they are friends and it's because I go about my business in a certain way. I do not believe in having to burn down the house because that's the best way to do it. There's a time where you can have fun with a person and experience many great things. And then there's a time to leave. And the reason why I say that is because there are some people that you're going to meet in your life that you have amazing experiences with. But here comes one of my quirks I do not like a messy person, I do not like a person who's late. And those two things right there have taken me out of many opportunities to be in relationships. (laughs) So you could love a person. And when you love a person, you romanticize them, you put them in this category that sometimes they don't belong in. You have to understand who you are and what you're trying to be. And that's where the jam clause comes into. I'm not going to be blowing up your phone. I'm. If you tell me you're done with me, what happens anytime a woman tells me they're done with me, the only thing that they will have access to is texting. Any social media, they immediately become deleted from. Because I, one, don't want to see your life. And two, you don't need to feel like I'm a string. When you're done with that, if you want to talk to me again, you have a piece of string. But believe me, I'm not going to be messaging you because it's inappropriate. I respect a relationship well enough to understand I should not be dabbling in it. A lot of people aren't like that. It's one of the things I used to talk about um, when I was married. When you're married, you have a responsibility to yourself and your spouse, meaning There is one table. There are two chairs, two plates, two cups, two knives, two forks, two spoons. There is nothing else. The moment that you allow another chair or another plate to sit on your table is the moment that you now have opened the door to catastrophe. So don't ever do it. So that's setting you up for what the differences of situations, relations, and, and partnerships are, uh, to kiss or not to kiss. <laughs> this kind of flows within the situation One of the things I was talking to, to one of my female friends about is there is a reason why a lot of times when I have been in situationships, I do not kiss the person because women are, you are creatures who get connected emotionally more than how men are. A man could be there simply for the sex. Okay, A lot of men will do things because they want sex. So here's a scale for you. Women (laughs) will use sex as a way to bring men in and, and to acquire stability. Men will use stability as a way to acquire sex. So remember what I said in that last episode, the games will be played regardless. It's the same thing. If if you want to address a problem, you must first assess and identify. You got to do that. And so I'm, I'm laying it out here for you. Um, the reason why in situationships I don't kiss is because a kiss to me is very, very intimate. Now you... <laughs> gonna laugh at me. Cause you'd be like, wait a minute. <laughs> Cause we're going to, if somebody's giving you head, like, what, what is this? <laughs> if you're having sex with a person. Like, what are we talking about? That's pretty intimate. Yeah. Yeah, it is. But there's something about kissing a woman on her lips or kissing anyone on their lips. I should say that opens another door of intimacy that now it becomes emotional. And then now when we talk about the boyfriend-girlfriend experience, you kiss a person, you cuddle a person, you cuddle with a person, you're making plans all the time, changing your schedule. You cook for a person. I think kissing and cooking are two very intimate things because I'm going to tell you something right now. Besides my son, I don't cook for anybody unless you are somebody that I think is going to be special to me. And so um, I'm telling you, You have to be smart here because what happens when you're doing this is expectations. Um, There are two sets of expectations. And when you don't have a jam clause or you don't establish boundaries, what happens is set person you are in a situationship is fiending or feeling, oh, man, we're here and we're there. Let's go do this. And you're over here like, man, that was great sex. I'm going about my day. Let's go make some money. And now that person's starting to feel a certain way. Because what are you doing? You're not mutually exclusive. So you got women hitting your line. You might be taking a cool picture and all these girls start liking it. What's going to happen? You know what's going to happen. She's going to blow your phone up. And some of y'all like that toxicity because you believe that sex is better. And, hey, high, strong emotions do make sex better. But setting clear expectations and having boundaries, that... (laughs) That's that's what we need to have in in 2021 and the 21st century. Um, so hey, what what keeps us from being open and honest? You know, let's break it down. Rejection, expectations, loneliness, age, your biological clock, goals. All of these are reasons why it's hard for us to be open and honest. Rejection. No one wants to to be told no or told they're not good enough, because in this society now we're not telling people, hey, you need to get your weight down. <laughs> um, you need to get your height up. Now, some, hey, some of these girls, with city girls, they'll they hurt your feelings real quick. But sometimes you need people to tell you no, because you need to understand that you are not meant for everybody, just like they are not meant for everyone. Even the most beautiful person is going to have somebody that's like, they ugly. And that's not hate. That's just you're not what's attractive to me expectations. Do you have clear expectations? I'm going to tell you. In situationships, no. No. People will want more from you sometimes, or you may want more from people. That's why it's very important to be very clear with what's going on. With situationships, one of the things that I notice more than a relationship, because you're going off of vibes and feelings, you have to double down harder than what you would in a normal In a normal relationship, you've already spelled out intent. So the person knows without a shadow of a doubt, they know your motives, they know you wanna date them. In a situationship, a lot of ulterior motives happen. This person's around you because you got money, this person's around you because you got good sex, whatever, there is no true intent. And so what people do is they play chess with people's hearts and that's that's just not smart. Loneliness, there are a lot of people, you know the one girl to be on Facebook, she done had 10, 10 boyfriends this year, and we only in February because she has a tr- she has a hard time being alone. I'm not gonna knock it, but if you listen to my positivity walls, I talk about sitting and reflecting. Reflection is a very important thing. You gotta look at yourself and say, "Yo, <laughs> I need to sit down and sit my ass down somewhere and relax." Because by not reflecting, I'm not getting the best out of me. Age, you're getting up there in age. Like I said, I'm gonna be 36 this year. You start looking at the clock, you're like, "Man." I don't know. <laughs> women bio clocks. Maybe you want to have children. So you're looking for that mate that can you can have a child with and raise a child with. Um, but I, I think women are changing that thought process to go, hey, you know, I've heard sperm banks are are running low because women are like, I'm gonna have this baby regardless. I'll raise the kid on my own. And then goals, maybe you are someone like me who was very career driven, who wasn't really trying to focus on kids. That's why. I look at Ryan as a blessing because it came at a time where that's not what I was focused on. So it made me have to be a better person and a better father because it wasn't what I was expecting. And so now next question, are we rawing or no? Like, what, what's it look like? Is it raw sex? Is it unprotected sex? You know, I hear a lot of people talk about um, shit, I said, I said unprotected, raw and unprotected, but I'm saying raw or are we using condoms, basically? Like, I hear a lot of people talk about it because you know, it's the feeling, and it's this, and it's that. But like, people is jumping all around. You willing to to raw dog somebody? But when's the last time you took a test? Now, that's not judgment. I'm just saying, to kiss or not to kiss, are we wrong or not? Nah? Um, all this flows up into the rules of engagement, into a situationship. If you cannot have open and honest communication with somebody, all of this stuff is kind of murky, and so. Um, do you boo boo? I'm, Hey, look, (laughs) I don't want to use the protection either. Like it's amazing. But I think that everybody has to be clear in their communication. And when you're not, um, Hey, you know, uh, (laughs) that that's where trouble comes from. And so all of this stems from, we want the boyfriend, girlfriend experience, but we don't want to have to be vested to it. It's kind of like how you can lease anything now. Like back in the day, leasing something was was taboo. Ooh, you don't want to lease. And I, I remember thinking about places like rent center who, they kind of hit you over the head. <laughs> uh, no, they do hit you over the head. Uh, sorry, rent center I'm not trying to plug you, but it's the business that you're in that kind of hits people over the head. Um, but the customer that they have needs them because they can't do what? They don't have good established credit and the problem with people is they're not willing to build up to something. People want everything what now. Because you're not willing to sacrifice or sit down and reflect. You want everything now. You kind of get put in some terms that don't work for you. But back to leasing, we have a that's the kind of thought process we have about everything. That's why situationships exist. We lease time with people. Hey, I'm going to hang with you for a little bit, you know, have sex with you work through my mental deficiencies and not be committed to you because guess what? I'm always looking for something better. Let me, let me dispel that for you. I've been in situationships and I, there was one time I was in a situationship and I knew this person was somebody that I cared about, somebody that I thought I could be with. Right. And ultimately we didn't we couldn't be together because in the end, like wanting to be with somebody more than everything lining up, it just doesn't work out. You can want to go to the moon, doesn't mean you have the resources to get there, right? That's my point. And so I wanted to to try and 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 be more, but ultimately that person and I had differencings of, of core I, I think they're core pillars for every person. Um, you know, for me um, one is not having any more children. Um, One is being able to have financial freedom to do what I want, not to tie myself down with certain liabilities that keep me from if I want to wake up tomorrow and just drive down the coast, I can do that. <laughs> uh, you know, And so I think the freedom to be a free bird is so important to me that when people are like, oh, let me lock you down, I don't like that. That's why relationships don't really work for me. Because with a relationship comes the commitment and the understanding that there is a code of conduct. Can't just be out at all night, hours of the night in random bars with women around me who I might not be messing with, but they're around. It's the presentation of it all. And so we want to lease people's time. And at the end of the lease, we want to give them back. The problem that I think um, what I've seen from friends who are women is, is they're not understanding the leasing concept at all because women are coming in and wanting to buy that new car. And a lot of men have And there. And there I won't say it's mutually exclusive to any sex, but I will speak from my experience of of how a man in this time thinks, or at least how I think, is that marriage is not a concept that works. So, like for me, if I was ever to get married again, I will never do it with legal contract. It'll be more of a civil union. The state will have no bearing in in that because there is too much to give up for my gain. I'm risking everything and I'm getting nothing back, but losing more. I don't I don't like that deck stacked against me. And so, um, when we look at how this works. It comes back to what? What does it come back to? It comes back to women are ready to buy, but a lot of men want to lease. They want to try it out. Now, on the other side of this too, women are starting to get into their sexuality, which I like. And you got women who are leasing more too. But the trick too, if you're leasing or you're buying is direct communication, rules of engagement and boundaries. You got to tell somebody, hey, look, I'm in the leasing market right now. I'm just chilling, doing me, having a good time, baby. I'm not trying to do anything more than that. And if you don't like that, then you walk away from that person. The problem with a lot of (laughs) y'all is that you're greedy. And greed is never a good, uh, it, it doesn't look good on anybody. Doesn't matter how pretty you are. Greed is a horrible trait to have. When a person is walking and you stop their walk, if they are not walking on the same plane as you, you got to let them go. Can't try to bring people to their plane. The example of that is women who are in relationships with dudes who ain't nothing or men who are in relationship with women who ain't nothing. You cannot change a person. People don't change. They evolve. OK, now we are in a time where you can go and have surgery and change yourself. That's the example of change. I am not going to evolve into a six foot man. I would have to have some type of surgery to (laughs) make my legs longer. That is a change. I think people don't understand the words and that's where they get confused. People evolve. There are different, like I said, the cells in your body all replenish themselves within 11 months. Each day you get to write a new chapter in your life. So what does that mean? You get to be a new version of yourself every day you wake up if you choose. If you have let go of the past and you are not worried about the future, if you're truly in the present, you are evolving every day. So you can't change a person. So you have to get that out of your head. And so the boyfriend, girlfriend experience that we are subscribing to is a lease model and it works best in that. Because if you want to be in a relationship with somebody, you're willing to drop everything. You're willing to drop all your hoes, all the bullshit and you're really you're really ready to sit down and say I am in a buyer's market. I am ready to buy. There're not as many people doing that. But for some reason people are still getting hurt in situationships. Why? Well, I think we keep answering that with there is no direct communication, there are no boundaries, and there's no rules rules of engagement. The trick to all of this is time is finite. How you use your time is up to you. That's where your free will comes into it. It's up to you if you allow people to take your youth. But once they take your youth, you can't be kicking yourself about it. You still have time to do things. Are you going to be a part of the leasing market? (laughs) Are you going to be a part of the buying market? Huh. Who knows? I, I, I don't know. But that choice is for you. But remember, there's three levels in this. Situationships, relationships, and partnerships. Partnerships is that ultimate relationship, the one where two people move as one. And relationships trying to graduate or evolve into that stage. But a lot of situationships never make it to partnerships, and they rarely make it to relationships. Why? Because it was designed to be a a, a leased model. I'm going to hold this for a few months, and then I'm going to turn it back in, and, and, and like new condition, and move on. Now, if you let people beat you out the box, <laughs> Lord, forgive me for saying that. If you let somebody tear up all your walls and then trade you in, I, I don't know what to tell you. I'm just telling you, you need to look at yourself. These situations happen because you are not being aware. Situational awareness. When you talk about military law enforcement, they'll tell you that. If not, if, if if people are shooting in a building and you just got your AirPods in and you dancing. What's going on? You're going to die. <laughs> well, guess what? The games are getting played regardless if you like them or not. So if you're sitting there in a situation ship, not willing to juggle your holes because you got to water them like plants because you threw all your holes away for this one person. yet they still got holes, I don't think you're playing the game right. You are in a lease situation acting like you're buying. You must know the rules of engagement. And so the last thing I, I leave you with on that is, what what do you want? What do you want? Do you want to subscribe to a leasing model or a buying model? No matter what you feel, you have to be clear in that. Because the trick is, is that there are people who are ready to buy today. It's like buying a house. There are people who are ready to buy a house today, and there are people who want to lease because they don't want the liabilities. People are liabilities too. <laughs> You have to first know your expectation. That's why situations exist, because people don't know their expectation. Now, someone like me, situationships exist because I'm in a leasing model. I'm not not ready to buy. I'm not ready to buy. There's stuff I have to work out with myself, stuff to get me back into a buyer's market. I just want to lease. And so it all starts with you. You know, the, the thought process that I had when I was, um, you know, writing this episode was to to give you to give you more laughs And I get serious. I can't help it. I get so serious sometimes. But um, it's very important to have those conversations. I think there are a lot of conversations between men and women, just the sexes in general. We're not having those conversations. It's not hard, people. The way I look at it is you're willing to put your mouth on someone's genital parts and you can't have a conversation about, are you buying or leasing me? I think that's an important conversation. You know? And, you know, it it comes back down to stability and sex. Women use their sex to acquire stability and men use stability to acquire sex. If you know how the game is played, people, you got to play it the way it needs to be played. You at least gotta master it. So in this call to close, um, I leave you with just one last task. And I left this last for a reason. Um, because this is the modern day of how we date. <laughs> if this was if this if this was a relationship episode, then I would have came out the bat first. So say you're out there and you're in a situation ship right now, right? And You know it's hot and heavy. You don't even have to. See, you don't have to tell me the details. Just think to yourself when you listen to this episode. Or last time you had a really good situationship, you're like, man, that was something, boy. Ah, oh, man, I want that person made me feel something strong. I really thought I was gonna marry them, <laughs> but the problem was they was in a leasing model and I was in a buying model. Yeah, well, hey, it happens to the best of us, right? Sex is powerful. Um, but think of that situationship and ask yourself this. If you were going to be in a relationship with that person, what are some of the things that you would do knowing that they were just going to be in a relationship? It wasn't a situation. Like if a person's going on a date with you, would you act a certain way? How would you figure, how would you learn that person? And and what I equate that question to is the favorite things. You know, something that's important to me, if I'm dating someone. I I like to know their favorite color. I like to know their favorite flower, favorite song, their favorite drink, um, their favorite food, you know, the favorite outfit that they like to wear. And the reason why is because as as a man, I'm giving you free game, men. So pull the earphones up to you if you need to pay attention. If you know that circle in the favorite things game, you will always be able to get your potential girlfriend a really nice gift. You may not have to, you know, as men, we're real simple. I'm like, I want the new Madden. Just get me mad. <laughs> men are simple. I want the new PS5. Give me the PS5. Women are like, uh, you should know what I like because you know me. Guess what, guys? Some of y'all is messing up because you never played the Favorite Things game. And and the, And some of you are playing it now i can't believe i'm gonna say this but i'm gonna say it companies like cars from humanity and companies like that are making billions of dollars because you're an idiot (laughs) you are i'm just gonna call it what it is you're playing a card game with a person when that's a normal conversation that you would have when you're going on a date put your phones down it's another thing i'll say put your damn phones down you go on a date with me phones go down you turn them over and the reason why you turn them over is not because we can't trust each other and we all cheating. It's because when a phone lights up, your eyes draw to it. Turn it over. Your focus needs to be on me. We're going to have a real conversation today. And within that, I'm going to play the favorite things game. What's the favorite place you've been to? I'm just giving you free game, people. What You know? You want to know favorite place they like to go. Where's a, where's a peaceful place to them? Let me give you a few of mine. I, anywhere near water. you take me to the water. It's something about the smell of salt, the sound of the water crashing against, you know, the sand. And then usually sun is somewhere near that rising or setting. Just, it's just a beautiful thing. I find peace there. If everything going to shit in my life, you will catch me there. (laughs) Oh yeah. So when you're playing that favorite things, you can learn where people like to go. So just in case they have a bad day at work, they ain't come home on time. Oh shit. She had the beach. I see her car. She had to be, she had a real bad day. I know her favorite food. She likes pizza. Oh, let me bring her a pizza. You see what I'm getting at people? If you don't spend your time actually connecting to the person, how will you ever really know them? And so situationships, you're not supposed to necessarily know this because if you know this, this is intimate as well. This is a girlfriend, boyfriend experience thing, just like kissing, (laughs) just like cooking, this is another thing that can cause people to get confused and that's what you have to center back to what expectations, boundaries, rules of engagement that requires you to do what have open and honest communication. I feel like I've given you a lot today. Hopefully the lesson has been great. But add the favorite things game back into your your repertoire. Specifically, when you're in a buyer's market, you can you can use it to lease don't be out here breaking these women's hearts or men's hearts. Be careful with your Jedi. You don't want you won't be out here causing bad juju, mess up your Jedi. So uh, <laughs> that's that's a look on situationships, relationships, and even partnerships. Hopefully, you have just a bit more of a, of, a, of clarity to it. And ult- ultimately, like I said, I will leave you with with this, and you know. It's the jam clause for me. You have to have clear expectations for people. You have to set very um, strong boundaries, line in the sand type of stuff. And you have to you have to move with rules of engagement. When any of those things don't work the way they need to or someone steps across it, you have to center back to communi- open and honest communication and you have to reestablish uh, your expectations. If you cannot do that, Well, hey, Damien's going to go to shit even more people, (laughs) but I have given you a playbook to make it easier on you and hopefully entertain you as well. Hopefully you all, no matter where you are in the world, are having a wonderful day. Um, Yeah, that's all I got. I would like to take the time to thank you for joining this jam talk for today. That's it. That's the end. There's nothing else to say. Go back to your, your regularly scheduled program. She knows it.